You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where everything is awesome and where we wreck the internet. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about a few things we've been checking out. Insert air horns here. (laughs) 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 We watched a bunch of Freakazoid. Yes, Excellent. (laughs) Freak for me. Freak for you. It's on Verve. Oh, it is. The whole thing is on Verve. Really excellent. It holds up pretty well. It holds up very well. I love Freakazoid. Yeah. It's my favorite of the uh, Steven Spielberg Amblin cartoon. It's like the one they just said, okay, just do whatever. Just, Just do it. It's hilarious. So funny. We're giggling pretty hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that Candle Jack episode. <laughs> oh, no, you said his name. Oh, no, I said his name. I've, I've been captured now. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that instead of flying, he just runs around with his arms forward. Yeah, I go, shh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In that Candle Jack episode, he's. Tried, oh, no, you've said it. Yeah. He tries to take off. He's like, fly. Come on. Go fly. And he's like, Freakazoid, <laughs> you don't fly. Oh, yeah. it's just so off the wall and like so like my sense of humor Uh like to a t i've I've always liked freakazoid and i think it's highly underrated Mm -hmm. for one uh and where's his movie deal yeah where is freakazoid's movie deal he could he could be a family-friendly deadpool he really could you know what that's a really good way of describing the character for sure yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, they they should definitely make that film. Mm-hmm. Now, who would you cast as Freakazoid? It'd have to be someone who could slip into a Jerry Lewis impression, yeah. like <laughs> at the drop of a hat. He does that so much, so much with the lady, and it's, and it's funny. Yeah, it's great every time. Yeah. Every time, I almost feel like maybe like Mask era Jim Carrey could have probably done it. It's a lot. That's a very similar character. It's, it is, yeah. yeah, of that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Freakazoid's great. I love that show. They also have Road Rovers, which I don't remember at all. That sounds kind of familiar. No. They were dogs, dog CIA agents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I did see a couple episodes. I didn't yeah. like. I wasn't like invested yeah. in it, but I do remember. I haven't, I haven't it. watched it yet, but I don't. I don't remember it at all. And it was the same people. No, see, I didn't. Yeah, that didn't sound. Doesn't sound familiar at all. You said Road Rovers, and the first thing I thought of was dogs that turned into cars, and then I just thought of Turbo Teen. <laughs> it always goes back to Turbo Teen. It does. You know, he's a teen that turns into a car when he eats spicy food. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that at all. I don't even know what you're talking about. Turbo Teen. It was old Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the entirety of the plot. Is he's a teen that turns into a car when he eats spicy food. There's only a couple episodes of it, I it's, think. Yeah, it's not all. Oh, yeah. man. Speaking of, like, teens that, like, do weird things, this kind of just popped in my head as, like, a, kind of a side thought. Do you guys remember Star Kid? The movie Star Kid. Yes. That movie's weird. Yeah, where the kid's in the alien suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the, the alien suit eats a cheeseburger because For the him. kid was hungry, and then the suit on the inside gives the kid, like, a protein ball, like, is, like... The broken down whatever's left yeah, took over. Yeah, he took out all the ba- he took out all the bad stuff. 
It's like yeah. the worst version of Iron Man, where the where the Iron Man suit actively like ruins the ruins kid's life. And like the weird scenes where the kid is conversing with the suit, and there's like a like a scene with like a face on the inside of the helmet talking to him. Oh yeah, Ew. that's super weird. Or how about that extended scene where the kid had to use the restroom and oh, the yeah, suit yeah, yeah. like gave him a nozzle. Yeah, but it's oh, up here in his chest it's... because it's an alien suit. Oh, yeah. This sounds like some HR Giger nightmare. Oh. No, it's it's off it's it was so cheesy and bad and awful. And the suit kinda looked like a like a Yeah. Kinda looked like that. Kinda it's looked like, like a weird goblin. alien baby thing. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Look at look at Look at Star Kid. I never want to see Soak this. it in. I never want to see this. Soak in that Star Kid. That one's even worse. Here he is on the trading card. Why did they make this? Who's this for? Family friendly. It's a family friendly film. Yeah, like aliens superhero movie. Here's the alien that's supposed to be inside Star Kid. Oh man. So bad. It's terrible. Star it's Kid ter- was awful. You're welcome for that nostalgia of of, of of feces <laughs> that movie was yeah hey speaking of bad movies uh i watched a bad movie the other day do you guys remember geostorm it was out in theaters very briefly it sounds familiar i just yeah. keep thinking about geo safari <laughs> geo metro <laughs> geo metro yeah <laughs> no uh geostorm was a movie that was made like last year or maybe the year before I think it was last year. Yeah, it's not, the title sounds familiar. Really, really recent, uh, starring Gerard Butler as yes. as uh, as the storm. Yeah, as the storm. <laughs> no, uh, so I guess this is set like, and I I'll be honest with you, I don't remember much of this movie because it was very bad, but not like fun, enjoyable bad. Oh, it no. was like taking itself too serious bad, and also I was really sick. <laughs> While watching there. It. So you so want to punish yourself or punish I, the virus? Yes, <laughs> actually, yes, to to both. But no, um, it's set in like this weird future where like the ozone layer has like degraded to the point where it's causing weird like storms across the earth. But they built this space station to like protect the earth. But no, now the space station is like malfunctioning or something. And Gerard Butler built the station and has to go back up to space to fix it but oh no it was sabotaged by terrorists in order to make a giant like doomsday weather machine space terror it was cobra a kind of it kind of was like a cobra plot it kind of was and so the geostorm is like this thing malfunctioning and like weird freak storms happening across the earth like uh hail the size of cars and like tornadoes that just destroy all of india that's a scene in the movie and then where it gets cloudy with a chance of meatballs. It does, in fact. <laughs> yes. Uh, the movie... Oh, I mean, there's the, a leak in the boat. I mean, the CG is... Um, the CG is all right. Uh, the plot is paper thin. This movie could have been great if they didn't take it so seriously. Yeah. Like, I wanted independence day it, levels of of schlock it and sounds instead like a real sharknado <laughs> you know what and if they would have taken it if they would have had it winked at the camera even a little bit it would have been a sharknado but because they played it so incredibly like deadpan no this is serious geostorm is a serious big time serious thing um this is a serious threat you should be scared yeah and uh, geostorm just... could happen to you Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. 
there was a really funny quick shot where they thought they were going the one guy had figured out what was going on with the geostorm and he was meeting a cia agent and like the guy who's in charge of like the space station on the ground like at a at a diner or a bistro or something and they see him like a so like these two people are sitting at a table outside and they see the guy across the street that is going to come and tell them what's going on. The guy takes one step into the road and gets hit by a car and flies up into the air. <laughs> and it was like one, one singular shot of craziness. I actually had to rewind it and rewatch it. Wow. Yeah. And like this movie that is otherwise very, very serious. I thought you were going to say a big old piece of hail fell on him. Uh, no, no. He uh, did outrun a volcano. In the middle of, like, Los Angeles or something. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Ah. That should have been the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> we do jokes here on the podcast sometimes. We do, sometimes. <clears throat> that wasn't one of them, but sometimes we do jokes. <laughs> so that's it. I, I have nothing yeah. to talk about Geostorm. It was, yeah. I mean, it was. I'm glad I redboxed it where it was, it was very cheap. So you could throw it back somewhere and not see it ever again. That's exactly right. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Do you remember, like, a few years ago, there was, like, a whole, like, flood of, like, Superstorm disaster movies? Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, uh, what was that? What was that one? Um, was Day After Tomorrow. Day After whatever. Tomorrow. It was in 2012. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Because there was that movie, 2012. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh. I spent a lot of time playing uh, West of Loathing on the Switch. Okay, cool. Since, since I w- I've been sick, a lot of my time has just spent laying in bed playing that. I've actually played all the way through it in two days. Oh, right on. It's a very, very good and very, very funny game. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a spinoff of uh, that web game, Kingdom of Loathing, if you've ever played that. Nope. I, I've heard the name. You it, missed out. Yeah, it's like a web-based RPG game that's very, very silly. Mm-hmm. It's a fun thing to do during class. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I pl- I played it a lot during to. class when I when I was uh, in school. So you were a bad <laughs> student. Yeah. <laughs> but this one like actually makes it into like a full RPG with like turn-based battles and stuff. And this one, the original Kingdom of Loathing was like kind of fantasy themed as much as it it's silly also. Mm-hmm. Like in the original there was a class called Pasta Mancer. Nice. <laughs> you know, spaghetti magics. In in this one, it's Western-themed, and uh, you're, you give classes like Cow Puncher and Snake Oiler. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and Bean Mancer. Bean Mancer. <laughs> All right. Bean Magics. Cool, cool. Um, it is truly a magical fruit. You caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you go around and you do quests for people. Uh, there's a lot of reading, and which is fine because the writing is really funny. Okay, cool. It's very silly, and uh, the comedy really works. Um, everything is in black and white and stick figures, which is fine. And it's only <laughs> it's only like eleven bucks, so it's it's that's definitely worth it. Yeah, that's not bad at all. If if you like RPGs and it plays really well on the Switch, I've actually had it on PC for a long time, but never finished it because I only finish games on the Switch. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much more likely to finish a game if it's on a portable console. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but I guess because you can play it wherever. I think RPGs lend themselves to portable consoles more than... uh, um, Anything else. Yeah, I really think so. Did you want to talk about the Mario Tennis tournament thing that was this weekend? Oh, yeah, this weekend was Oh, yeah. 
I totally missed out on that. Mario, How was it? It was very good. It's a very very good game. Um, super intense. Uh, was a lot it the, of was it the oh it was the, was the new one? Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have played it. It it was very good. It's definitely going to be worth getting when it comes out. The mechanics work really well. The stuff they added, the special moves and the zone shots and stuff, mm-hmm. they they work really well. It's just all very very good. Cool. Uh, the online was a little spotty. If you get if you get connected to somebody that has a bad connection, you're not gonna have any fun. Ah, oh, that sucks. Which is a shame. But before the match starts, they tell you, you know, how good of a connection the other person has, so mm. you can opt out. You can opt out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard there uh, the last couple of games they've had have had those kind of problems. The um, St- uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection has had. Uh, uh, I guess the netcode is just. Uh, atrocious on that and it's not just switch it's like cross-platform just in general so that was capcom that's cap yeah that's capcom's fault on that one (laughs) um but if i think people who are having a lot of connection problems it'll probably be fine when it comes out Mm -hmm. because it won't be free oh yeah (laughs) there won't be as many people playing it because there's that barrier of entry true (laughs) yeah 60 dollar barrier of entry good point Yeah, paywall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited to see the story mode because the, the basics are there and they're very, very good. Okay, yeah. I'm interested to see what they do with the story mode for uh, this as well. So, yeah. Also, tennis outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Waluigi is too good. Oh, really? People were complaining that he's OP, apparently. I didn't. I played him as him once, and I didn't care for him. But apparently, I wasn't doing it right. Get good. Yeah, <laughs> I was maining Yoshi because he's fast. Ah, there you go. And you could actually like unlock characters as you went on. Kind of gave you something to do. Oh, really? For playing the demo, yeah. Interesting. You got points as you play and and win matches, and the more points you get, that you'd start unlocking characters. Cool. Hmm. Now, do you think those character unlocks will transfer over to the actual game? I, or... I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do you get like a... outfits and stuff, don't you? Yeah, you do get a Mario outfit for doing the demo. Oh, right on. You get his his regular clothes. Oh, cool. If you wanted to play in those. Cool. Hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played a a, a tennis game in a while, and I think this is gonna be a, one to jump back in on. Sure. I'm glad that they are making up for the horrible tennis mistake. Oh, God. On the, that on was the, the Wii, Wii U. U. Oh, yeah. that was awful. It was very bad. Yeah, I remember that that debacle. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't pick that one up. Yep, they just wanted something to release before the holidays, so mm-hmm. they crapped out a very bad tennis game with no features. Yeah. yeah. This seems to be like the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Um, another thing I checked out, uh, I don't know if we can get into it or not. Um, I saw Solo. Yay. Oh, yeah, I need to go see that still. Yeah. Okay, well, then we probably can't talk about <laughs> Solo in that case. Give it another week. Give it another week? Okay. <laughs> give, me, give me your quick impression. Uh, it was... A movie? <laughs> it was okay. It's not... It's going to be the first Star Wars movie to lose money in the box office uh, domestically. And I can see why. I think that it had some really strong points to it. I think the weakest actor in the movie was Han Solo. And uh, the one thing I can't get into now, but I definitely, definitely, definitely want to get into when we are able to talk about the movie, there is a character's side arc that is played almost as comedy, but has 
like ramifications that I think were unseen by the filmmaker for that echo throughout the entirety of the original trilogy. Um, And it kind of left a weird taste in my mouth because of it. Yeah. I I really want to see it. So hopefully by next week we'll be able to do a, we'll probably do a spoiler cast on it. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. We can do that. We've been watching the Goldbergs a lot. Oh, that's a good show. It is a very good show. It's very much your standard sitcom fare, but it's good. It's really, it's really funny. Yeah, they really play to their aesthetic. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they do the '80s good. Mm-hmm. Um, all the characters are strong. I feel like. Uh huh. The mom, uh, Wendy McClendon, McClendon Covey. She is a treasure. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. I've, I've always thought she oh, was yeah. really funny. Like even back when she was on Reno 911 and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I really, I really enjoy the the Goldbergs. That's a that's a show that's really good. Have you? Uh, how far into it are you? We just started on the fifth season, I think. Okay. Have you gotten past the Weird Owl episode? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that was, that was really good. so wild that they got him. Like they they put him in the curly haired wig and mustache. Yeah, yeah. They made Weird Owl play young Weird Owl. Yeah. Hmm. That was so good. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. I love how it takes place in 1980-something. Yeah. It's, it's nebulous what year it actually is. That way they can make references from any point during the 80s. Yeah. And it still kind of works. I really... I love the... Uh, after uh, Either during the credits or after the credits at the end, they show some of the home movies oh, yeah. that yeah. he had filmed. Those are always and funny. Those, and yeah. And there's always... Like parts during the show where you're like, this is going to, we're going to see the real version of this at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, would, I would definitely recommend that show if you like sitcoms or just want something to watch that's not challenging. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pleasant. Yeah. I mean, they always do like a pretty heavy handed moral at the end and but, that kind of gets old if you watch th- a bunch in a row. Yeah, <laughs> like, that gets old if you watch a bunch in a row. But I mean, a lot of the shows and movies from the 80s have that heavy handed moral. Uh, yeah. So I think as much as they're giving you the moral, they're also homaging stuff from the 80s that have those morals. And I like how uh, Grandpa is just a big old perv. <laughs> yeah like they it's never funny. come right out and say it because you're seeing it kind of through the the, the lens, lens of, a kid. Of, of the yeah. kid but like he's just a big old he's just a big old perv yeah. and just some of his lines are just really oh funny. they're really good yeah like the way he says batman instead of batman <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah if you just want a a good sitcom that's kind of comfort foodie mm-hmm. it is yeah very that, much so that, that's definitely yeah something to check out yeah big tasty <laughs> Barry's very funny. He is. Oh yeah. Oh geez. Um Oh geez, Rick. Oh gosh, oh geez. Oh geez. Uh let's see. Seventy episodes, Morty. <laughs> uh let's see here. Uh hundred years. I caught up on <laughs> I caught up on a handful of cartoons. Oh good. Uh Steven Universe, Star vs. the Force of Evil, and um DuckTales. Oh, I need to catch I really need to catch up on DuckTales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, Steven Universe dropped such a big bomb. Oh, no. Don't, don't. I've only watched I the... called it. I called it from the beginning. Don't even. Don't I'm not going to tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, but I just, I'm saying it here now. I called it from the beginning. We only ever watched the first episode of DuckTales. 
Oh man, I got to the episode where Darkwing Duck shows up. Yeah. Oh no way. They he's got on... all the voices back. Oh no way. He's on the TV. He's a TV yeah, show. in canon, he's a TV show. Oh, that's great. Yep. And uh, he, yeah, he's an action. He's an action show. I saw a clip of it on YouTube. It was very good. But oh, also that's... in that same episode within Universe, Gizmo Duck shows up. Yes, yeah, huh. Lin Manuel Miranda, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's super good. Yeah, he's popped up on a couple episodes, but this is the first time he actually popped up as Gizmo Duck. Oh, cool. Uh, it's super good. God, DuckTales is so good. Yeah, it's, it's it's not canonically part of the DuckTales universe, right? It's a separate universe. It's its own separate thing. Yep. Okay. Though in the first episode, they do make references to uh, St. Canard, um, Spoonerville. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, from what I understand, uh, Darkwing, the Darkwing, the original Darkwing Duck show and the original DuckTales show would be like Earth 1 and Earth 2 from DC Comics, uh, where there's a version of Superman in both, which would be like your Gizmo Duck. Yeah. But in one, Darkwing Duck is an actual superhero, and in the other, it's, it's not. It's a TV show. Like, and that explains why Launchpad is... Is in, is in both, and yeah. one's, he's more he's a little bit more competent and heroic, and then the other one, he's a big doofus. He's apparently a big fan of the TV show and the oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah. He, he has a he has a Darkwing Duck on his bobblehead on the dashboard. Oh, that's cool. And when he taps it, it says, "Let's get dangerous." <laughs> that's awesome. Um, man, Star Star vs. the Force of Evil got got kind of heavy. It can do that. Oh, I know, but <laughs> it got it got real heavy. <laughs> but explored like all this weird stuff with like Mewmen and monster relations and whatnot. Huh. Uh, there, there always seemed like there was something off about Muni. Yeah, Muni's a weird place. Yeah. They get this whole thing in with, like, you know, past royals and whatnot. Because, like, pretty much right now the series, it's like Marco leaves Earth and just starts living on Muni huh. as Star's squire. Um, let's see here. Oh, jeez. What else did I do? Uh, played Beyond Two Souls. Beat it. Oh, give me in two minutes or less, what are your opinions of uh, Beyond Two Souls? Well, The David Cage. The Cajuning. Um, like any David Cage game, I hate the controls so much. <laughs> you mean you don't like walking like a fire truck? No, no. People are having to make wide turns. People are garbage. <laughs> um, also like any David Cage game, there's no real, no real action. Any of the actual action is taking place in quick time events. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the whole game though. It's, it's quick time event. The game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like a digital choose your own adventure. It's it's like a Telltale game, but Telltale games are TV shows, and this is a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the compilation videos on YouTube about the failing all the quick time events and them? Those are hilarious. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, isn't there one in Heavy Rain where the where the cop gets a chicken thrown at him? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's a bunch of tripping and. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, there's a part where you're like running from the police and beyond two souls, and like if you don't do it right, you're gonna bonk your head on a on a tree log real bad. <laughs> I mean, it was okay, I guess. The only the only characters that really looked good was like Ellen Page and um, William, William Defoe's characters. Defoe, yeah, everyone else had kind of made weird faces. It's a David Cage exactly, game, exactly. Yeah, like God, there's this part at the end where. Uh, a guy that you interact with in the game like goes to his mailbox and gets a letter and he smiles 
but his bottom lip does something weird. It like almost comes to a point. It's very gummy and like yeah, it does come to a point. It's like you're right. It was all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, God, it's 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 hard to hard to look at. Yeah. Oh, and then anytime Aiden like possesses people, their eyes go all weird. Yeah. Well, that's that's more of an effect with yeah, the, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the game. How did you like that complete 180 with uh, Willem Dafoe at the end? Like, he's like your buddy and pal through almost yeah, the entire thing. Yeah, he's like your, he's like pretty much your dad the whole time. And Until that last act where they needed a bad guy at the very end. Yeah. Surprise. Tur- turns out he's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, went kind of crazy. Yeah. But there was, no, like, no real setup for it or... I mean, there was a little bit, but not, like, to the point where you yeah. it, the game takes it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. If anything, the CIA were the, were the bad guys of that movie. Yeah, that, game. that would well. That's David Cage getting bored with his game halfway through development and wanting to change things. Yeah, willy nilly. It's no Omicron. Oh, <laughs> God, Omicron, the Nomad Soul, <laughs> the fighting game, point and click adventure, first person, first shooter. person shooter. Oh, bad. It's a jack of all trades. Master, Master of, of none. none, starring David Bowie. Yeah, well, not starring David Bowie, featuring but David yeah. Bowie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, we have to take a break now, so uh, everybody stick around, and we'll be back with a little bit of news after the break. Flight. 
Hey, that was Africa covered by Weezer. They did it. <laughs> Apparently somebody on Twitter was like begging them to cover Africa. I saw a news report on that. It was a teenage girl from Cleveland who set up a Twitter bot. <laughs> hmm. Yes. To pester them to, to cover. To pester Weezer until they covered Africa. And they did it. And yeah. it's very good. And you just listened to it. Mm-hmm. Bless those reins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, it's one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> how uh, how many times on this show have we played variations of Africa? Uh, any chance we get. Not yeah. enough. Yeah, did, not did enough. We, did we play the, the Ninja Sex Party version? Uh, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have a little bit of news here. And um, do we want to get into the Pokemon stuff right off the bat, or do we want to kind of ease our way into it with some of the lighter fare first? Let's start light and then work our way to that that feast of Pokemon. News. Sure, let's do it. Because it's a lot. Poke feast. Sure. So, no, those rare uh, candies. <clears throat> so let's see. We have a couple of movie trailers we can talk about real quick. Uh, the first one is L- the Lego Movie 2. <laughs> we have a couple of movie trailers for animated children's films. <laughs> hey, great. You yeah. know what? They're super good. They're so let's talk about movies. them. They're for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we sat and watched the uh, Lego, the second Lego movie trailer, and it looked fine. Looks they, good. They yeah. went in a direction I wasn't expecting, with a kind of like a Mad Max uh, post-apocalypse. Dis- yeah. Although I, I imagine that's only going to be a very small portion of the film is going to be the Mad Max. Yeah. Section. Because it takes place directly after the mm-hmm. end of the movie, I guess. Yeah. After the aliens, the Duplo aliens <laughs> <laughs> have taken over. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it looks really good. It looks like they have everyone back for this one, which is excellent. <laughs> that uh, I almost have a hard time looking at Unikitty anymore. Because <laughs> all, all I've been doing is watching the Unikitty show on Cartoon Network. Is it good? I haven't watched it. It's It's got its moments. It's weird. <laughs> like, they always have, like, this actual, like, Lego opening, and then they get into the animated. But there's always, like, those little Lego sound effects in the show. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, uh, Lego Movie 2, the, the next part. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're going to bridge the uh, the gap between regular Legos and the Lego Friends line. Yeah. That looks like that's what the plot is. Kind of, yeah. My thing is, one, I, I think, you know, gender-specific toys is really dumb. That's speci- dumb. Especially, especially for, like, building blocks like Lego. Mm-hmm. But why did the Lego company have to make them so different? You couldn't just have regular Lego minifigs. You had to make these weird Polly Pocket-esque Girls things. Girls don't really relate to those, they found we, out. We actually yeah, just we watched. We actually <laughs> just watched the, the Toys That Made Us episode mm-hmm. on Lego, and it was very good. But yeah, apparently, like, girls just don't get anything out of the regular shape minifig. Really? Yeah, So and and the mini doll one, uh, they that works. So. Yeah, apparently, it's doing really, really well. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Is it because of the figures? It because they made a bunch of uh, elves and cat and like dragons and stuff. Because you know, girls love dragons. Yeah, I mean that line is pretty cool. It's a cool line. That fantasy line is really cool. Yeah, the 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 basically Polly Pocket ones are kind of weird. I oh, think that's something else I watched. I watched the first uh, one of the first episodes of uh, Toys That Made Us, the Star Wars episode. Yeah, that's a really good. Show. It's a really uh, we, it's a really good doc. I've, I've watched all of them. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's really good, really interesting. Hmm. I kind of don't like a lot of the editing, but the uh, yeah. the reenactment at the beginning of each episode is weird. I don't yeah. care for that. But uh, 
the weird stuff they do in it to make it funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's some of that's just give little, it info. Yeah, yeah. The Transformers one was really good and I don't really care about Transformers any. But <laughs> that episode was very interesting the way they uh merged these Japanese toys to create the Transformers. Oh, sure. The was it the GoBots line, and there was a uh, the uh, it was Diaclone, Takara, the, the Diaclone, yeah, yeah, Diaclone and Micro, Microman, something like that, yeah. 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 Oh, with the headmasters and stuff. Is that was that what Microman was? I think you're thinking Micronauts. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. No, the Transformers line in America were like two or three different. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we watched the Lego Movie two trailer. There's also a Wreck It Ralph uh, two trailer. Wreck It Ralph two. Ralph breaks the internet. Lots of princesses. Lots, lots of, of princesses. princesses. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm into it. They all look really good in 3D too. I think. I think yeah, they they transfer over really well. Where's Mulan? She was, she there. was there. No, She's she there. wasn't. Yes, she yes, was. She was. I didn't see her. She She's was there. there. And there, uh, they got every voice actress. That is still currently around to voice their characters and the ones that aren't around. They got the ones from the American voice track of uh, um, uh, Kingdom Hearts mm. to, to fill in. So there's Paige O'Hare is going to be there for Ariel. There's going to be uh, I thought, no uh, uh, Bell. Bell. Yeah. Paige Ariel's O'Hare's Bell. Amber Benson. Uh, Judy, no. Uh, Jody. Jody Benson. Benson. Yeah. Is Ariel, um, yeah, like they got everyone, and that's really cool. I loved how Merida was in there too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how Cinderella breaks her glass slipper like a bottle. <laughs> She's getting ready to shank, shank. Yeah, a... threatens Vanellope with it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I'm a little concerned with uh, Wrecked Ralph Two is I'm afraid it's going to go in slightly the same direction or have shades of. The Emoji Movie, yeah, where there are yep. large swaths of the Emoji Movie is them just going from app to app, and it's basically just like, hey, this company gave us you know sponsorship money, so here's a section set in Twitter land, and here's a section set in Dropbox. Yeah, like it's like, hey kids, it's all your favorite uh, giant conglomerate corporations. Yeah, Woo, Google. So, plus, I mean, the whole idea was Ralph was a video game character. It's definitely straying away from it's, that. Yeah, for stinks. sure. Like I was when I heard he was going to the internet, I thought it was going to be like he gets trapped in an MMO. Or yeah, yeah, something more video game. Something, but... yeah. But uh, but no, I I mean I'm in, I'm excited to see it. I I like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, a lot of but... Star Wars in there too. Yeah, that surprised me. I'm sure we'll see some Marvels. Oh, I'm sure you, you see well, the Iron, you see Iron Man in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I'm in. I'm into it for sure. But it doesn't look like an absolute sure thing. It, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it, to be fair, it's still early. Yeah. And to be honest, I wasn't until I saw Wreck It Ralph, the first one, it wasn't an absolute 100% sure thing for me. That's true. That's true. Anyway, I was I don't know what it was about the first couple of trailers for that first one. I was kind of on the fence. I mean, I was going to see it because it's video games and John C. Riley's great, but um, also it's a Disney film. It's yeah, but uh, but that movie pleasantly surprised me. Oh so yeah, definitely. I'm giving this one the benefit of a doubt. Okay, what is Fallout seventy six? Uh, it's the next Fallout game, I guess. They they did a surprise announcement for it. Um, I don't know, like a week ago. Yeah, trying to get ahead of this, uh, the whole E three 
thing, which is coming up like next next, next week. week. Yeah. Oh God. So it's a new Fallout game, and that's about all we really know. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Rumor has it that it's online, has some sort of online, like either co-op or just online thing to it. Yeah. It, wait, watch, it's a battle royale game. Oh God. <laughs> But from the looks of things, it's probably going to take place in West Virginia or just the Appalachia area because it uses the song, uh, what is the song called? That John Denver song, Country Road. Country Road, Take yeah. Take Me Home. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an interesting trailer. It'll probably be a cool game. I don't know. I'm a big Fallout fan, so I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Fallout 4 was kind of disappointing, but. Would you a say lot. you were at Fallout Boy? Um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, we have another couple of quick hits before we get into this Pokemon stuff because that's going to take up like the majority of the of the rest of the show. I mean, um, yeah, there was a lot of that. So there's not much to talk about with this, but I guess Wonder Woman two is going to be set in 1984. Which, hey, cool, that's fine. That's yeah. a good setting. Is, yeah, break is, that glass ceiling. Is she gonna have the big hair? Is she gonna have her weird like 80s 90s costume, like poofy perm? Yeah. Oh, hmm. how about have you have you have you seen biker? Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Well, yes, that's the one. Yeah, that's the terrible costume. Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Is she gonna have that? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not as well. Yeah, but uh, but no, I mean, I like the idea that Wonder Woman is set in different periods of time that is not present day. Um, yeah, keeps it interesting. It does. Yeah, and seeing as how she is an immortal super being that has been around at least since world war one that kind of they're able to do that with the character where they couldn't quite do that with say a batman or an aquaman or yeah. whatever and they couldn't get away with that with a captain america which would be like almost not exactly the the analog form from marvel but because of the patriotic nature of the character i guess yeah at least the broad topic like on the surface kind of i guess um, Captain America couldn't get away with that because, you know, he's frozen till present day. Yeah. So I think that leads to some really interesting stories. Yeah. Wonder Woman definitely has the kind of like this superhero Highlander thing to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where she's just kind of just been floating through history. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. Bouncing from a movie that is set in, that has a definite set time and place. To a movie that is uh, definitely not set in any time or place anymore. <laughs> um, so Sony had a, a spinoff, a Spider-Man spinoff movie based around the characters Silver Sable and Black Cat called uh, Silver and Black that was slated for some release date in the future. And now it has indefinitely been uh, put on hold. Which means it's never going to get yeah, made. Because it's not a good idea. It's not. It's really not a good idea. I mean, Black Cat is an interesting character, but she kind of needs Spider-Man there, at least in the origin of the character, I guess. I mean, there have been a plenty of Black Cat stories that have been told, you know, on her own. But I think that movie-going audiences might not take to the character quite as well. They just see it as a Catwoman ripoff. Yeah. And uh, no one cares about Silver Sable. I don't even know who that is. Not a single you've, you've person. You've probably told me before because we've talked about it before, but I did not retain it, apparently. It's, it's like Lady the Punisher that wears all silver and has silver hair. Nice. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the extent of her character. Listen, the only people who care anything about Silver Sable are the ones that had like the Marvel like uh, trading cards. You know, the ones from the '90s that were like painted <laughs> yeah. that looked kind of like Alex Ross, but yeah. but not really. Yeah. And to be honest, even those people don't care about Silver Sable. <laughs> it, I- I did have this really awesome Venom card back when I was younger, though. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the card was, like, textured. Yeah. And, like, the Venom like the Venom part on the front was, like, kind of raised a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a super cool card. It was, like, kind of shiny. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I think I remember the card you're talking about because I think I had that one as well. <laughs> oh, man. Back when back when card collecting was a thing. Yeah. And not for, emo- uh, for Amiibos. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, last one before we get into the Pokemon stuff. Um, this is kind of a twofer. Uh, Mystery Science Theater is coming back for a season 12, they just announced. They're currently working on it. It's only going to be six episodes this season. Which, that's a little bit of a bummer, I it think. It is, but it kind of gives them a chance to kind of uh, focus down and write really, really good. I'd rather have six really excellent episodes than 14 that's you know, true. fourteen episodes where maybe four of them are super are stellar and the rest are just okay. Yeah, and they want it to be bingeable, which I mean, I mean, six is definitely a bingeable number. Yeah, because you're the getting way it like was a, before. It was there was no way. No, and I think that's what they found was that people were kind of dropping off around the episode eight or nine or ten yeah. because and not coming back to it. I know that's what I did. Yeah, I still haven't watched the very last one, the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched it either. And along with that, they are going back on tour doing a live show they're doing uh some episodes some of the live shows are going to be uh the movie death stalker and the other one is like brain uh, brain something the brain something or other yeah and i guess the big draw this time is that joel hodgson is going to be riffing along with jonah and the bots he's going to be in character as joel robinson and that's great yeah that's super good and fun um it's going to be in Cleveland. It's going to be in Cincinnati, and it is a little expensive. It is. We looked it up before the show. It is a little expensive. I think I might be sitting this one out this time around just because it's just just on the outside of where I'm comfortable spending money for it. But uh, you know, if you have a few bucks to throw around, it's definitely going to be a good do it. show. It's going yeah. to be an excellent show. I'll, you know, I'll just catch them next time around. You know, no big deal. Yeah, it seems like a thing they do now. Yeah, yeah. it's like once a year, it seems like they, they kind of do that. And that's very, very cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about this Pokemon stuff. We have a lot. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, there was a big Pokemon press conference a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Uh, this they... is this would have been the big, super huge news for last week's show if we had done one. So, uh, okay, let's go with Pokemon Quest. What is that? It's a free-to-play, free-to-start is how they like to say mm-hmm. it for some reason. Uh, Pokemon game that has like this like crossy road-looking QB art style. Mm-hmm. I played it for five minutes, and I didn't like it. It looks like a game that will work better on like a phone yeah. or an iPad than it does on the Switch. Which it is coming out for mobile yeah. Sometime in the future. Yeah. I'm going to oh, wait until play then. It for, I can play it for like a couple of days and then forget about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it very much is just like a dumb mobile game. Yeah. Except you can play it on your Switch right now. I don't, it, I was not impressed. Yeah. It, it looked a little, it, not to say lacking, but it just didn't look quite. There's just not enough there. Uh, exactly. 
Yeah. But hey, you know, if you need a little time waster, I mean, more yeah. Pokemon game free games or free to start games are never a bad thing. Uh, Pokemon Shuffle might be a better choice. Too. Yeah, I I agree with that. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, a uh, Go has a lot of stuff coming back into it, so you know. Yeah, I I still really like Pokemon Go. I, I still am. I'm I think still it's playing good, it. I think it's a very good game for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which speaking of Pokemon Go. Yes, let's they, jump into that. The next thing they announced was two games called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which are kind of like a reimagined Pokemon Yellow version. Right. Yeah. But with like different mechanics and it's it's got catching like in Pokemon Go. It hooks up to Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. You can take um, your Pokemon on a walk. Yeah, it also has a, a specialized controller that looks like a Pokeball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this game very much seems to me like it is like the halfway point between uh, Pokemon Go and one of the mainline RPG, like the actual style of uh, Pokemon games. And I think what they've done, and it's a really smart move for them. It's them being able to say, hey, you know, kid who's pro- maybe never played an actual Pokemon game only knows these characters through Go. Or, hey, adult who has played Pokemon, the RPG game, on their Game Boy back in the early 90s, but hasn't touched it since and is now playing Pokemon Go. Here are some RPG elements that kind of yeah. work with Here, this. Here's something you can do with all those Pokemon you've caught in Go. <laughs> yeah, basically. And uh, if you like this, then in a year when we have our mainline game out, it has more of that. So it's kind of easing them into it. And I think it's a really smart move on their part. I think the uh, the kind of drop-in co-op is kind of fun. Yeah, 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 that looks really fun. Co-op for Pokemon is a cool idea. And that, yeah. That should be really fun. I like that a lot. I like that it focuses only on the original 151. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's where my heart lies. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> jumping into that game like headfirst with like everything that's available currently would be a little daunting, especially yeah. to a player that is coming at it strictly from Pokemon Go. I like that extra controller. I think that thing is really neat. Yeah, yeah, that thing is really cool. I'll definitely get that. Oh, for sure. I like how it's both a controller and also like um, basically the Poke Walker from what was that? Silver and yeah, heart gold and soul silver. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna be a kind of the grumpy old man here, but why Eevee? Why? Why? What is the 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 community's obsession with Eevee? I, don't know. I can never. I can never. I can never Pokemon. see it. If it's a remake of Pokemon Yellow. In that game, your rival got an Eevee. Mm. Yeah. And because it's a Pokemon game and it's slight has slight RPG elements, there's got to be two versions. Mm. That's That was the thought process. Uh, from what I understand, you cannot evolve your starter in uh, either of those games. What's the point of an Eevee that doesn't evolve? Its name is Eevee. Well, you can put a sweet hat on it. True. Yeah, that is that is an element of this game is that you can dress up your Pokemon, your Pikachu yeah. or your Eevee. But uh, I guess any Eevees that you catch in the game or in Pokemon Go and transfer over can be evolved, but just your that one starter you can't you can't do anything with. So you you get a useless Eevee that you're going to get rid of. So everyone needs to get Pokemon Let's hey, Go Pikachu. Pikachu yeah. because that's the more versatile one. I I, mean, I think it looks really cool. There's some people that aren't totally stoked on it because it's different and it's kind of a more casual. And for some reason, it's like Pokemon Go is like a dirty word for some people, and I don't get that. 
it's for people who are so invested in like the battling and like tournament play and things like that they see anything that's not part of the core game system as like um not worth their time or effort or attention and i think that sucks yeah like have fun it looks fun yeah that's like that's like uh someone who is a uh professional uh like street fighter player or overwatch player walking into an arcade walking up to a five-year-old that's playing a street fighter 2 cabinet and saying, hey, your time doesn't matter. Screw you. Get out of here. Yeah. That's, that's, that sucks. You're doing it. You're not enjoying this correctly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, that's not to say that I don't enjoy the the uh, main core games. I really do. And that's actually the third thing from this um, press conference was that they announced that, that there is going to be a mainline uh, full-blown RPG, like the next one in the se- in the main series. For the Switch in 2019, is that it, correct? Yeah, and when they announced that, that should have forfeited anyone's right to complain exactly. about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee existing, but that did not stop people. Yeah, well... They, they wanted the thing for them, and they wanted it now. Yeah, well, <laughs> fandom is regularly the worst part of any kind of, yeah. any kind of thing in media. But uh, but no, I'm excited for the core game. I mean, I've said for a long time that as uh, as soon as the Switch gets a Pokemon game and an Animal Crossing game, that is when I will trade in my 3DS and I'll go strictly Switch. And I mean, hold me to it. We're halfway there. Yeah. Will we get that Animal Crossing at E3? Nobody knows. <sighs> Nobody. Kn- God. Although there has there has been some leaks of some games that are kind of interesting. Yeah, I've yeah. I've seen a couple of those. Um, um, Fortnite on the Switch definitely seems like it's going to be a thing, which that'll be huge. That'll be huge. Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks to be. It should have came out bef- like at the same time. I agree, but I mean, because I don't think Fighters looked that like <laughs> like graphically that much different than Xenoverse. No, it's it's pretty beefy graphic graphic wise. Um, there's a lot of graphics that go into making 3D models look 2D. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, Arxis hasn't put any other games on the Switch, I don't think. So I think maybe there was a, a hurdle with them, hmm. um, you know, porting it over there. Okay. That might have been the issue with that. But uh, but no, I'm excited for the for the mainline Pokemon game. I'm really excited for Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, the co-op seems really cool yeah for like yeah. team battles and stuff mm-hmm. i also like the fact that they they're doing away with the random battles yeah all like you yeah. Could, all the pokemon you can see them on the map like pokemon go yeah again it's kind of very halfway point between go and the main game yeah don't go into a cave though because you'll just be walking in circles around zubats yeah. <laughs> just everywhere it's, oh. it's interesting to see them take take chances and change things up with the pokemon formula agreed because it's been the exact same for a long time. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, wrap this up with this last Pokemon thing. Um, so I guess there was a uh, demo of the uh, like the second generation of games. Gold and Silver. Gold and Silver that was leaked uh, about a week ago or so. Less than a week ago, I guess. And someone data mined the, the demo and found like all these unused like proto- Pokemon and like um, unused sprites and different ver- like designs and versions of different things 
it's all very cool and very interesting to see what made it and what didn't. Yeah, and what and what got changed along the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, some of it's really cool. Um, I like how the uh, the fire starter for Gen Two was like this little fire bear guy. Yeah, that was pretty neat. The the proposed evolution for Ditto. Oh yeah, the, like the, the screaming screaming Bob. Oh yeah, yeah. People have gone nuts for that. Some people have late made like um, uh, plushies of that, and there's been like um, fan art. You know how they've had like art of like a Pokemon with the Ditto face. They they've taken that little screaming face and slapped it on like a bunch of different Pokemon. Oh, it's geez. really great. Um, <laughs> There's a really cool looking like electric tiger guy that I really like. Everybody loves that electric tiger I, bear thing. I wish they would have kept him. Mm-hmm. You know what? I bet I wouldn't be surprised if some of these show up in the later gens. I hope so. eventually. I really think so. Um, I really like what uh, Sharkpedo would have been. That uh, is that Gunfish. No, no, no. That was the shark. There's a shark with an anchor on the back of it. Oh. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, that one's really cool. Yeah, but there's there's Rimmeraid and Octillery. That, that makes, makes sense. more sense. So much more sense. Because Rimmeraid was supposed to look like a gun. Yeah, and Octillery's <sighs> supposed to look like a tank. That's also an yeah. octopus. And I now wish, it's just a fish that turns kept, into an octopus. They could have at least kept the helmet. Cause they the could helmet have. is very cool. Yeah, I agree. The... The legendary dogs look like someone's like weird DeviantArt OC. <laughs> that sad water dog. Yeah. <laughs> this, some of the sprites re- do look really rough too. Yeah, they're not they're not super great. There's a skateboard, which is basically a bike you can use inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I'm waiting for the demo to get translated because I know they're working on it. Yeah. And then I'm I'm definitely gonna sit down and play it. And try to download it as quickly as possible before uh, Pokemon Company puts up a cease and desist. Yeah, and shuts has that it, down. Shuts that down, yeah. But no, it's it's just kind of neat to kind of look in and see what could have been, I guess, and what kind of direction the series could have taken. Yeah, they've always really closely guarded their unused material. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we've ever really seen that. Yeah. Something kind of Pokemon related that I saw, I guess they were talking to like one of the original like Pokemon people. And I guess Pikachu is not really a mouse. He's an oh, electric I, squirrel. Yeah, he's based on a squirrel. Yeah. And yeah, you know I what? It is too. in the original like big fat version, I can kind of see it, but these days, yeah, he's just a mouse. Yeah, he's definitely changed over time a lot. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He's slim boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, hey, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the week. Thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. And also check us out on the hit social media platform, Gregor.Zone. That's right, Gregor.Zone, that that hot new website that you, everyone should go to, oh, Gregor.Zone. People, people have been calling me constantly to get in on the ground floor of oh, Gregor.Zone. Gregor.Zone. Good, good. We got, a, we got a true blue hit on our hands with Gregor.Zone. Um, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Tune in. Uh, Pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to our podcast. If, if Absolutely. Put, if you open your internet browser and put Nerd Overload into one of the one of the boxes, 
you'll get to us. Somehow, you will get somewhere. to us sooner or later. That's absolutely right. But again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>